you only knew the power of the dark side. Welcome, Padawans, to the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Matt. And today we are talking about Darth Vader. <laughs> Mr. Vader. That sounds way too wholesome. He's not wholesome at all. Mr. No, Vader sounds like no. he, like a Mr. Rogers almost, and, and definitely not as wholesome as Mr. Rogers. It's a beautiful day in the galaxy <laughs> <laughs> to go slaughter some, ma- or, uh, some yeah, young younglings. younglings. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. this is terrible. We're off to a terrible start already. I mean, I mean, my brother called, and you you heard the rant of why Darth Vader. It's kind of dumb in certain aspects, especially at the beginning when he, when Palpatine promised him to save Padme, and Anakin slash Darth Vader did not really like enforce that. And we'll we'll talk about what happens after Episode Three at the start of Vader. You think that that would be a priority though? I mean, like you knew that your wife's gonna be giving birth like very soon. Wouldn't you want to be like, hey, um, how do I save her first? You know, like, instead of being like, go wipe out all the, the younglings, how about first you tell me about how to save my wife, then I'll go a- and kill all the kids. Like, <laughs> seems like a, it seems like a no-brainer to ask that. Although, I guess you could say that the dark side had corrupted him and that he really needed, that Guidance. he didn't know what to do and was lost. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Just like my, my citizen and and take oh, a seat, citizen. young Don't Skywalker. Even... <laughs> we'll we'll eventually get to that when we talk about ah- Ahsoka eventually. Yeah. The the use of citizen. But anyhow, we are talking about Darth Vader, and I want to make sure it's very important that all the Padawans out there note we are not gonna be talking about Anakin Skywalker really. We're sure. saving that for a completely different episode simply because there's just too much to talk about today. Technically, I mean, they're two different entities because they are. Darth Vader repressed Anakin, and Anakin was pushed to the side in the back of his mind. And in Rebels, we we saw a glimpse of him, but yeah, not until the very end when he sacrificed himself for Luke. That's when we see like Anakin, and I'm putting it in quotations. But yes, we're strictly talking about Darth Vader. Yeah, and so this is going to be post slicing Mace's arm off. Is that really the turn of, of Anakin to to Vader? Well, that's when that's when he officially becomes Darth Vader. <sighs> I know every every time I watch it, <laughs> and and then we're going basically up until he attacks Palpatine in six. That's going to be our timeline of talking about things today. Is going to be Darth Vader. Obviously, the the main reason why we're not talking about Anakin first and then Darth Vader due to the fact that we saw Darth Vader first in film. Yes. 1977 to 2020. Bring it it all the way back to 1977. Yes. But we will talk about Vader in chronological order, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So we're going to highlight off the start when he turns bad, and that is slicing off Mace Windu's arm. Which I think was him getting revenge for calling Ahsoka citizen. Oh my god! I, I don't know about he wasn't you, but even, that's gotta he wasn't be. even there. <laughs> you, you, you gotta, yeah, but he, he sensed it. He, he sensed, sensed a disturbance it. in the voice. He sensed it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But like uh, I said, every time I see that scene, I always like say, "Anakin, no." <laughs> Wait, with a uh, Qui Gon. Saying no when he's killing the uh, Tuscan Raiders after his yeah, mom passed. I do, I do have a note on Qui-Gon and how it relates to Darth Vader for a little bit later, but we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. 
he storms the Jedi Temple. He slaughters the younglings. And yes, I did say my word of it. (laughs) Younglings. All right, let's try this. Let's try this together. Together. Young? Young. Ling. Lings. Youngling. Younglings. (sighs) Okay, I finally said it correctly. I'm not going to say it like in a sentence, but... uh, but you, you know you're gonna struggle with this but that's okay oh he he kills all the separatists that's a good point he he kills uh um, yeah. new gunray he kills poggle the lesser so so after he storms the the temple and obi-wan feels a very large disturbance in the force he heads to mustafar in order to purge the separatist council yes the leaders very successful after that we get arguably my favorite lightsaber battle in all of star wars and that is versus obi-wan it is phenomenal i personally i won't say i'm a prequel hater because obviously there's a lot of things i do like about the prequels and phantom menace is one of my favorite movies i think for my list i, I actually don't remember my list fully anymore because it, it's been quite a bit mm-hmm. i think it's very interesting to see how great of, of a shot those were like that entire fight scene the choreography the shots, the the music. Oh, I mean, the music is really what brings you to the moment. You can really feel. They talk about it in one of the documentaries about how you feel the conflict with the rise of the dark side with Darth Vader's theme mixed with Anakin's theme mixed with Obi Wan's theme together, and it's like a clash of all three going at it in the music on top of all three going at it in the actual movie and the shot. So it's mm-hmm. it, it's a great scene. Yes. I love that scene too. It's uh, my brother's favorite favorite fight scene as well. And actually, you know, I love the I love the high ground at the end just because it's a memorable quote that everybody. How does says. it go? How, how does it go? Can Can you please explain to the listener out there in case they don't know? In case they don't know for whatever reason. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. You underestimate my power. Don't try it. Jump. <laughs> I love the don't try it. You're, like, you're just being an idiot at this point. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just do. I do have to note. So I was one of the original episode three video game players with the PS2. And they did have a version. If you're playing with Obi-Wan that, you know, you slice Anakin in half and you'd burn. But if you played as Anakin, Anakin would have the low ground and he would be able to jump over Obi-Wan and he actually stabbed Obi-Wan in the back. Palpatine came to give him his new lightsaber even though that's not how it works in canon since this game is not like officially canon he actually like throws it up in the air and like stabs palpatine and he rules the galaxy and like that's how it ends but we know that's what not the? that's yeah, that's it's... interesting <laughs> i've, uh, it's a I've good actually game to never play. heard that i've actually yeah, never heard that or, it's or part of the it, so. uh, the episode three video game for the ps2 and interesting I, it's like an alternate ending. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was. It was. It, I mean, for Lucas, Lucasfilm, and before Disney, like it wasn't canon, but could could be could have been canon in some kind of universe. But we know that's not not canon. <laughs> that's funny. Yes. After so after he recovered from his injuries, obviously he finds out that you know Padme died, but not because Darth Vader slash Anakin killed Padme. But actually, because she died of a broken heart. But then Palpatine. But Pal- told Palpatine him. tricks him. Yep. Yeah. Palpatine tricks him. Goes into a rage. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but 
in Darth Vader comics, there's a there's a part. I mean, we'll get to it, Matt, where he is testing Palpatine. This is like right after he turned into Darth Vader. He doesn't even have his lightsaber. Like in canon, in Darth Vader comics, he had needs to construct his lightsaber. He has to bleed a Jedi's crystal, and he is testing. Like he learns some kind of truth about the death of Padme. And he like turns on on Palpatine for a second, but Palpatine's so, super strong and like shocks him, almost to the brink of death. And he said, "Don't underestimate his power." Like Palpatine, of course, because Palpatine is more more powerful than Anakin in some sort of way, not in Metaclorians, but with with the training of the dark side. <laughs> so, so then I, I have to ask: mm-hmm. Does Palpatine actually give away the fact that? Darth Vader did not kill Padme. I think I think Vader learns the truth if if my memory serves correctly. I think he learns some sort of version for the for of the of the truth. Because something I wanted to highlight then we see is after after that point once he gets his lightsaber, he starts on the missions of hunting down any, you know, traitorous clone troopers or any Jedi like escaped Jedi's. And that actually leads him to Kessel, where he is searching for Obi-Wan. He wants to hunt down Obi-Wan because of what happened on Mustafar. Yeah. And that leads him to Kessel, where there are multiple Jedis, Dama, Montalvo, um, and and they use that to lure Vader there in order to try to kill him. Which I gotta say, stupid. Yes. There's like four Jedis there, though, and, and he defeated all of them, but like... You're at the point where you should be in hiding, not trying to lure the Sith to you. So, I mean... Just like Cal Kestis, uh <laughs> If you couldn't guess, they did not win. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we know how Darth Vader's story ends, so... <laughs> yeah. I had something that I wanted to highlight. Mm-hmm. It, it's very interesting. So, because obviously how the Emperor kind of informed Vader about what had happened, mm-hmm. um, to some degree... It's very interesting because in around the, I think it's like 19 BBY, mm-hmm. Tarkin's kid is like lost and they need to re- like bring him back home. Mm-hmm. So Vader and Captain Shale take some of the 501st, 501st Legion to go find Tarkin. Are, are those still clone troopers or are they stormtroopers now? They're like a mix. When when you look at this is in the comic as well. Mm-hmm. There's an image out there. Um I'm trying to it's the if you look up Darth Vader and the Lost C- Command. Mm-hmm. If you look that up, you can see that they still they're like a morph almost. I I I think they're still clone armor, but it looks like it's starting to form into stormtroopers. Okay. But it is the 501st. And while he's on that mission, he has a dream. And in that dream, he, he thought if he had killed Darth Sidious mm-hmm. and, and Mace was still alive, that he would be living with Padme and his son, Jin Skywalker, named after Qui-Gon Jin, his technical mm. first master. Mm. And then... That'd be cool. It fast forwards in time to when Anakin would be the the Grand Master, so he would replace Yoda, and Jin would be in the Jedi Order with him. That is what the dream is that happens during this mission, and it got me thinking. 
Like, do you think that, that there was a talk between Padme and Anakin about what they would name their kid? Probably. I mean, I could see them naming the well the son after Qui Gon Jinn. I mean, okay, let's let's. I, I wonder if like Padme was like, why would I want? It? I didn't like that guy. He didn't let me do anything I wanted to. And so she probably was like fighting it super hard. And he's like, yeah, well now I can dream up of whatever name I want because you're, you know. Yeah. I, I wonder if I wonder if he was just like, I I'll do what feels right. But then it, it leads me to believe that like if he's having these thoughts. Mm-hmm. There's Anakin still in there. Well, yeah, there's Anakin still in there. But then why did Darth Vader, when he learned that Luke was alive, that, that Luke was his son, mm-hmm. if he's having those dreams and those doubts, I mean, granted, it was way, it was, you're, you're talking it, 20, yeah, 19 20. years, 20 years later that he finds out about this. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that that would rekindle something? And obviously we see it come to fruition in the end, but I just feel like, he has so much he, hatred building up through those years. I think he's just blind from it. But yeah, but I don't wouldn't think... that re- wouldn't he want to redirect that towards Palpatine for lying? Like I don't know. I don't know. I think he at that point he already witnessed Palpatine's strength, and if he defied Palpatine, he knew that Palpatine would kill him easily because he's not as strong. If Anakin, if if it was Darth Vader and you know Anakin's Anakin's fully functional body, not in Darth Vader's. I mean, they're the same, you know, they're the same, same people, but like I'm just saying Anakin because of like his limbs are attached and everything, but Vader is all broken up. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I think that since Darth Vader was weak, I mean, not in the sense of like using his force abilities and stuff like that against other people, but against Palpatine, I think he just didn't want to defy Palpatine. Cause like we even know that in the, the original trilogy that, Luke would have been Palpatine's apprentice, and who knows what would happen with Darth Vader, but um, probably Vader would be killed because Palpatine would not give up his power. Okay. Yes. So that, I mean, that's a little rant right there, but yes, I think, I don't think he would want to defy Palpatine because he's just so powerful. There's so much fear and hatred everywhere in, in Vader's mind and body, so. Yeah. And, and I want to point out that what i'm highlighting here was actually legends mm-hmm. that they that they actually rewrit the the uh, fact the fact that he dream, dreamed up jin but it does lead to an interesting discussion uh, around the fact that now that like if he if he had those dreams which i still think i like to think that they're just because he he didn't completely turn off anakin mm-hmm. i don't think that that would is fully possible because obviously he flips back so then why didn't seeing his son trigger more of it good question i I don't know the correct answer it it, that it leads it leads to a discussion yeah which is exactly what we did yeah i just think he has so much hate and so much regret yeah padme and i don't know it's just he goes i mean in the vr game i'm talking about more canon stuff now but in the vr game he is on mustafar he builds his castle and there's there's comics that cover that, and who like the architecture and everything of uh, and the obsidian kyber crystal and stuff like that. But in in the past, Mustafar they were like a green planet, and we see that in the Rise of Skywalker where Kylo Ren is taking down to find the uh, the the Sith finders, the 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 triangle things, and 
Vader, since it was, you know, where he was burnt, he wanted to build his castle there. But then he also brought back the the force sensitive beings, like the one of the um, descendants of the people in charge who actually who caused the planet to go into like this this magma and, and this this destable destable environment. And he yeah, so he brought him back and he was trying to get like the force there's like the way to to build bring back padme and that's like the whole game how it covers how he's trying to use this bright star that's the, the name of the item to bring back padme but in the end they save it and they put it back into the the planet they they save the planet and that's why it's becoming green later in the the rise of skywalker i know i'm going a little tangent so trying to give a little synopsis of the game but yeah, it's, it's an interesting game, and, and I would recommend playing it or watching it. There's a bunch of walkthroughs and, and um, people who just show who, them playing the game. And it's an interesting story. I mean, what if Padme was brought back? And we see he still has a little bit of Anakin inside of him to to save Padme, but... Yeah, that actually brings me to my next point, and that is Vader Castle on Mustafar. Yeah. And... and- I know that we've highlighted the fact that he built it on Mustafar because that is the last place Padme was and, and it was haunting him kind of kind of feeling. But it's also worth noting that Sidious actually talks to Vader and says, this is a direct quote, perhaps your Padme does await you on Mustafar. Perhaps the dark side will bring her to you. Go. I think one way or another, you will learn a great deal. And that's when he created the castle that that's mm-hmm. before he created his vader castle his vader estate and there's also the lord moment deal where Bowman was in his in his helmet in this object and his retention to the force via that way and that kind of possesses the person who wears it and how Va- how he turns on vader there's a lot of lot of good comic stories between with him and the castle and between episode three and a new hope yeah and I, and I think now would be a great time to go into a short break before we talk about, you know, the, his run-in with Cal Kestis, uh, Lothal, and, and everything leading up to um, after he established himself on Mustafar, after he defeated a lot of Jedi already. And, and so I think now would be a good time to go into a, a quick short break. Welcome back, Padawans. We are still talking about Darth Vader. First thing I want to highlight is his mission to Nur, which obviously, for those of you that have played Jedi Fallen Order, is when we see the fall of Trilla. And that scene was brutal. To, to like When you're playing the game and you experience it, yeah, brutal to watch. <laughs> you can't go up against Vader. You're going to die. <laughs> Uh, you know how many times I've, I've taken to try to, like, kill Vader, try to, like, attack him? There's no way you can fight him. And, like, there was even a video that I watched, like, at the end, when Cal, like, spoilers, gets away. I mean, it's, the game's been out for a year now. But somebody calculated how much how much strength he had to have, how much strength he had to force all the water not to, like, get on his suit and to get on him. And it was just really interesting. But Matt, I'll let you go back to it. That's just a little, little well, tidbit. That's the main thing is that so Cal Kestis 
did escape Vader's clutches, but that's only because of the second sister turning. Yes. So something that was highlighted in the Vader comics was there were Inquisitors that were turning and running away and becoming rogue because they, as we know, a lot of the Inquisitors were former Padawans and, and Jedi. So a lot of them probably still sense the the light and escaped like Trilla did. Trilla didn't escape. Well, she Trilla, got didn't, down. <laughs> Trilla didn't get escaped. No, no, no. You're right. She but she that, felt the light. That she felt the light, and and that was the last thing she felt before a lightsaber. That's the best way to put it. And then right after that, we hit some of the best of Vader, I'd say, which is Lothal. And and as we know, as as the resident Rebels fan here, we know that one of the first things that we see of Lothal and Vader is the fact that it's when Kanan and Ezra kind of face off against him where Ezra feels very cold. You have Ahsoka that also senses it and kind of realizes that it's her former master. And so it's like a, it's like the turning point of the series, if you ask me, that sends everything down its path afterwards, which is one of the reasons why I love the fact that they did bring Vader in. Also, I actually did, I, I don't know about you, Josh, so yeah. we've seen Vader in live action. Mm-hmm. We've seen Vader in TV show animated form. And we've seen Vader in in, in video game form. So Comics, all that fun stuff. Comics, oh, there, there's a million things that we've seen Vader in. What's yeah. kind of your favorite? Is it is it the classic episode four, episode five? Episode four was before he got that shiny new helmet. And then episode yeah. five, he obviously had the shiny helmet. So, so what was your favorite kind of Vader that, you, that you've seen in, in which medium? I don't know. It's, it's hard because I loved him in Clone or not Clone Wars. Well, at the end of Clone Wars, that would be, that was really cool. But Great shot. Yeah, great shot at the end. But yeah, Rebels was really cool. I mean, he has a you know deeper voice because of aging. But yeah, definitely, I think the originals, you can't beat the originals, but... I mean, he's got yeah. so much stuff. He's appeared on television so- shows, video games, a bunch of action figures, Legos. I have the 20th anniversary Lego of him. And I liked the older version than the newer version because, like, they, you didn't have to put, like, a neck brace on him and then the helmet. It was just one helmet that would drop on. And, yes, those those are my favorite mediums. Matt, what about you? What do you think? Again, same for me. It, it comes down to episode four. I, I love the look of him. And, and obviously... You know, we had David Prowse, who was who was Vader, minus the voice, which was James Earl Jones. But yeah. the the actual body within the Vader suit was David Prowse, and it's actually very unfortunate that, I, I mean, maybe it was lucky timing that we get to say, you know, like just how, I, obviously, Josh. I don't know if you know, but he um he passed away yeah. this morning actually. Yeah, uh, one of our friends he sent yeah. me an article like. Right, I think it was like last night at like midnight, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." The wow. the news broke at like I think it was like eleven thirty last yeah. night, and and I was asleep at that point. But I, I think what he did to bring Vader to life in his just make it a, a phenomenal character. Him and James Earl Jones. I mean, those two are are oh, the yeah. OGs. Yeah, and obviously David will will be missed. But yes. the, his profound impact on Star Wars is mm-hmm. you know, lasting forever. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Going off of that, though, and, and taking a turn back towards Rebels, we do get the um, kind of the duel on Malkor, 
where we see I, I would say we see probably the strongest Anakin is against a Jedi against a Jedi or not Anakin the strongest Darth Vader is against a Jedi it, mm-hmm. well I mean Ahsoka's not a Jedi she's a citizen remember <laughs> uh. so the strongest we've seen him against a citizen ever but but in the Mandalorian they'd call her citizen and she doesn't say anything about it I know I or you mean Jedi she <laughs> Oh, wait, did I say citizen? You said citizen. You said citizen. That's funny. <laughs> in the Mandalorian, they call her Jedi, and she doesn't say anything yeah. about it. But uh, the how about force user? Force user. Force user. Force user. There that's, we go. That's fair. Yeah. I think that that is peak <laughs> Vader when it comes to battling a force user. That that was one of my favorite lightsaber battles in... Because I, I almost feel like the need to separate animated versus live action... Obviously, Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan in live action on Mustafar is, is, I think, my favorite actual lightsaber battle that's uh, live action versus you get one of my favorites. I'm kind of split because Ahsoka versus Darth Maul was a pretty awesome lightsaber battle in in Clone Wars, the final season, and and this one on Malachor. I like the Malachor one. I, I mean... At the end, when Ezra saves Ahsoka, like that's a big moment, especially in in Rebels, very very big moment. And I don't know, Dave Filoni. I mean, he doesn't want to see the character that he's worked so hard to to produce uh, get defeated by by Anakin. Yeah, I think Darth Vader and Ahsoka's battle on Malachor was very 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 good. Yeah, I, after the battle, because this was something that I didn't necessarily fully understand watching rebels but it is explained that vader did survive the fall and thought that ahsoka perished in the explosion mm-hmm. but then obviously we see how that's not the case with the world between worlds mm-hmm. so it kind of it actually makes me question the world between worlds that i kind of want to talk about for a second yeah because obviously we see ezra pull ahsoka out in front mm-hmm. of vader well he didn't see Ezra, I think he didn't he see just... Ezra. How did he not see Ezra though? I I, thought he I did. don't know. No, I, I mean it, it would only have seen Ezra's arm to pull Ahsoka, and then Ahsoka would have vanished. I mean, if Darth Vader saw Ezra and saw so, I mean, I'm surprised that in seeing that Ahsoka disappeared somehow from you know plane of existence, or it's just interesting because. Did he fall? He fell right after, or did because he, he was gonna he fell right after. So maybe maybe he did not see Ezra, or maybe he showed up at Ezra. But if he saw Ezra, I think he would try to pursue to find how that happened. And, and so that's what I am confused about. It mm-hmm. is the fact that to me, I feel like Vader should have saw that. And then that would lead to him knowing the fact that Ahsoka is still alive and to continue the pursuit or, yeah. or knowing the fact that Ezra caused that. I don't think that he would just be able to just move on from that. So I think it's kind of a confusing intel. And it also begs the question, because obviously Ezra then went back in time. So he didn't actually, well, he went to the world between worlds after that occurred. So is it something where vader did do that they both fell together but because ezra then went back to the world between worlds he doesn't 
know that that occurred like it you know what i'm saying like is ezra the only one that has knowledge that this occurred and ahsoka because she got pulled into it and vader's yes. just left clueless or it, it's a really weird time travel issue that i, I have with most time travel mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i don't know i mean of course ezra and ahsoka know about the world between worlds Pal- palpatine knows about the world between worlds that's why he lured Ezra to you know be with his family and take his power blah blah blah, you know at the end of Rebels which was very very it was well constructed at the end and yeah it's just I don't think Vader knew I think Vader was left in the dark because he would have gone to save Padme if he knew so does that mean then the world between worlds unless you go into it Mm -hmm. you don't know what happens so like if I were to say go into the world between worlds Yes. And I went to your house right now, mm-hmm. stepped in and recorded with you. Mm-hmm. And then I left and went back yes. over here. Yes. Well, that's that's a little tricky because you'd have to in- include space and time, which are, I mean, both the this same is thing. Why, this is why it confuses me. I mean, okay, like if, if you're going back to in time, then... I would have I have recollection that you were here and you would have recollection that you were here. But my how point you exactly. Got here. My my point exactly. So then yes. why wouldn't Vader know about this? Because he witnessed I I really I don't think he, he should have witnessed it. Okay. Maybe that I don't he think didn't he did actually, but I think he should have witnessed it. I think his mask was just facing down and he didn't see Ezra. That that we'll just go with that. We'll go <laughs> the force. Wait, we forgot we forgot to say oh, the, yeah, the, force the force. Calls the that. force, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he would have known because I mean, okay, let's see. Palpatine was sending his lightning to go through to try to capture Ezra to bring him in, but Palpatine, of course, met his demise. I mean, okay, in Episode Six when he was thrown down and at at the end of the Rise of Skywalker, and he didn't know anything from the the world between worlds. Only, I don't even think Ezra and and ahsoka did other than you know seeing kanan's death again from a different perspective so i think it's safe to say that they don't know what what they of course they didn't know what's going to happen i think they just paired through the windows that they needed to know and then they went back to their respective places they didn't take a peek into luke's future the the building of the death star the blowing up the death star the fall of the empire the rise of the first order blah blah blah. you know it's hard to say again I don't know if they're going to bring it back in, if if Ezra shows up again and in Star Wars Media or Thrawn, but it's it's hard to say. Yeah, it it'll it's very interesting. And and that's something I wanted to highlight after is that shortly after the world between worlds that we see happen, mm-hmm. he actually meets Thrawn, he being Darth Vader. Yes. Darth Vader Anakin already met Thrawn previously during the Clone Wars. He he met Tarkin. He uh, he met, he met Thrawn w- with the Emperor because the Emperor was starting to groom the Chiss for yes. taking over. Because obviously he was impressed. He was impressed yeah. by, yeah. But Vader basically said, "Yeah, it's nice to finally meet you. Like I didn't already meet you before. Like playing it down, playing it down that the fact that he was Anakin Skywalker previously. So I, I kind of that it makes me wonder how many people." knew about the fact that anakin was or jack vader was anakin Darth, yeah so i looked this up i think it was tarkin palpatine um probably thrawn 
because of his uh, because of his detective skills. And I think that was predominantly it. Maybe some other officers, but and Obi Wan, Yoda, they knew. Luke eventually knew when when Vader told him. Leia eventually knows. Like in the Empire, I think there was only a select few, and the f- people that knew were very close and high ranked. Yeah. So I I kind of looked this up. We obviously know that Palpatine, Palpatine knew. Kenobi, Yoda, Bail Organa, R2-D2. So we're at five right now. Uh Uh-huh. You had Tarkin, Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. Kanan and... and... (laughs) They don't know. They don't technically know. They just know that it was Ahsoka's former master. But I I would imagine maybe Kanan knew and just never spoke of it then because Kanan was around during that time, so he probably knew Ahsoka... Well, Ezra was watching the the hologram from the uh, holocron about yeah. the training. So, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, after after that, you have Luke who finds out. Mm-hmm. Leia. Leia then finds out as well. Mm-hmm. Han. Yeah. Chewie. Um, Mon Mothma knew it. So you have like 10 to 12 people before before the fall of the empire. You have like 10 to 12 people that knew that Anakin fell. Yes. Cuz he was around the Senate and and everything. So it's kind of it, it wasn't that he didn't you know, he wasn't like a a hidden figure. Yeah. So it it's very interesting cuz obviously we know that Ben Solo knows. Yeah, I mean cuz it's grandfather they probably yeah. luke's probably talked about him at the the new jedi temple that he developed and then that was destroyed <laughs> hey so. yeah you know my dad uh yeah he was kind of a evil sith lord so please don't become one please yeah um, <laughs> don't follow in that footsteps like <laughs> i can just imagine Oof. that awkward conversation you think that luke would use that more of an example like hey you know my uh my, my dad father <laughs> he he learned that when Jedi get attached, then they will potentially use... It makes them weak, or like it gives them a weakness that the Sith can potentially exploit. Ben's like writing down these notes. <sighs> Grow attachments. <laughs> you know, he's like just taking notes on how to become like Darth Vader. Mm. Yeah, no, that's... Uh... I don't think Luke was a very good teacher. I'm going to be honest. I think he was... I mean, we see in Battlefront that he's happy-go-lucky... And he was like trying to be really wise at, after the Battle of Endor and the, the destruction of the second Death Star. And I don't know what happened. Again, I'd love to see what happens, but I know, Matt, you want to leave it to the imagination. And I know there's and, some and we'll comments on it. And we'll leave it to the, the Luke Skywalker episode that we'll, we're yeah. going to be getting to. So. That's true. But I love Luke. I just don't think he was a good teacher. And same thing with Obi-Wan. Again, we talked about is Obi-Wan a good, good master? And. In some aspects, yes. In some aspects, no. Yoda even says it that teachers fail all the time, but they need to learn from those, and then even the the, the Padawans need to learn from that as well. So every everybody fails. I mean, that's one thing that the the Last Jedi did really well is like saying, "Yes, you failed, but you need to you need to learn from your mistakes and move on and get overcome them." So 
Star Wars always teaches those lessons. Teaches those lessons. Rebels does it. Clone Wars does it. All of it does it. So the next thing I want to just note a little bit is about Starkiller and like the more the legend video game. So we see Darth Vader has an appearance in that. He takes Starkiller. He clones him in the second game and they're trying to take over the Empire, but then Starkiller turns. It, well, it depends on, you know, if you go light side or dark side, but yeah, there's a whole story via that way and it's it's not canon, unfortunately, and and we know our favorite person who portrays and voices Darth Maul, Sam Witwer, uh, portrays Starkiller. So he, he is a Sam Witwer, again, like I've said in the past episodes, I think last season, he is like a master of Star Wars knowledge. And he, him and uh, Freddie Prince Jr. are a tag team. <laughs> so true. But yes, yeah, so Darth Vader, there's, there's a, he's pretty much one of the most portrayed characters in all of Star Wars media r2d2's up there c3po's up there but darth vader is probably the top one statistically interesting so the i guess the final thing i want to kind of note along his timeline is that one of the things that is highlighted in the opening crawl of empire strikes back is the fact that he spends a lot of time searching for luke and the rebels because he sensed that it was his son Mm -hmm. and if i do remember correctly that led him to a lot of different spots including going to tatooine and talking with jabba Mm -hmm. this is from the darth vader comics again so i gotta ask if first off solo was a known smuggler rebel well, Solo was a known rebel, and in five, episode five, Vader actually gives Jabba, or gives Boba Fett to give to Jabba. In, in Carbonite. Yes. Han Solo. And I know things were crazy during episode six where, when Luke shows up, but Luke says it's his him. Jabba didn't think to get on, like, the the hollow terminal and, and call Vader be like, hey, yo, I found your son. I have him captured come mm-hmm. get him i mean granted the huts didn't really like the empire that's very clear but they were also crippled because of maul and and, and then the the empire's attacks on the crime syndicates so i feel like if jabba wanted to get in the uh in the good hands of the empire and maybe get them to back off of tatooine so he can con- the huts can control more you'd be like hey i found your son the one that you've been like you know searching for over the entire galaxy mm-hmm. why don't we why don't we strike a deal also as soon as you're like hey i'm gonna set up this trap we know that he's headed to job like that hansel will be at jabba's why don't we send a spy there and keep a spy at jabba's palace consistently so that way we can i think the, the spy was boba fett okay well we saw how well that worked out yeah, I mean, but yeah. my point being, there was there was clearly a um, missed opportunity on the umpire's part. Yeah, a missed opportunity to capture his son. Yes. So that was that was the last thing I wanted to highlight in the timeline. Obviously, you all out there hopefully have seen four, probably not as much as I have, but you've seen four, <laughs> five, and six, and so no. you know the rest of Darth Vader's story, which leads me to some of the things that I wanted to highlight. Which Josh, do you know Darth Vader's fighting form? Mm-hmm. 
I know was Anakin's form two or is that is yeah his form five now? Anakin's form I forgot five. Forgot which form it was. Is it form five? Anakin's form. I five. was. I Darth was Vader's looking form to two? see. Anakin's is form five, and he adapted form two, but also Anakin yeah. knew form four. So I I feel like he kind of ended up mixing a lot together in in his fighting style. That's how I kind of envision it, depending on who he was facing. Yeah, but he also had limitations from his robotic suit. Yeah, because he didn't have all the the functionality as as his normal body and limbs were. <laughs> darn darn uh, Obi Wan. <laughs> I mean, he did strike down Obi Wan, but Obi Wan did become more powerful. But then he also became more powerful because he turned into a ghost too. Uh, yeah. Oh, we should talk about that. Why he turned into a, a ghost? I think in canon, Anakin? the the yeah, I think the real reason why he turned it into a Force Ghost without the training was because he was the chosen one. I think that is the canon version of it. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, think about it. We don't see how Qui Gon knew how to become a Force Ghost, but he did. Well, yeah. Well, he he trained, and then his complaining wasn't complete. Qui Gon's because. He was struck down, but he was he was struck down by Darth oh. Maul, and then and then Obi, or then we see in the what we will probably see in the Kenobi series is how he connected with Qui Gon to become trained with that. Um, I I would like to see it in live action. That'd be cool because yeah. we we see it in, in Clone Wars where Yoda goes and trains and goes to Dagobah and goes to where the the different force beings are the the different emotion force beings and and he's yoda's put on trial so i would love to see obi-wan put on trial to become a force ghost with his training yeah but i think i think being the chosen one has his perks including being able to create a force ghost for yourself after yes the one thing i wanted to highlight is i understand why Hayden Christensen became the the new spirit for Anakin, there being mm-hmm. Obi Wan. But I really did prefer the older. I did just too because just because it also had the traditional celebration song. True. Which which I always enjoyed more. I'm not saying I didn't. I don't enjoy the fact that they go look at at all the different worlds celebrating. But I just love the the music, and I know that we probably won't be mm-hmm. able to get it again unless you have the originals, or I believe if you have vhs tapes i believe those are still using the original soundtrack from the celebration i know this goes a little bit into anakin but that's okay yeah i think i think i only have the episode four vhs tape if i haven't gotten away you can't really recycle those so yeah yeah one other thing that i wanted to know Mm -hmm. or wanted to note is kind of the i this might sound kind of silly but i i one of the things that I remember from the movie Pitch Perfect, you know, the acapella mm-hmm. movie, yeah. was the fact yeah. that Anna Kendrick's character said Darth Vader in German German translates to Dark Father. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like spoilers or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I That always made me laugh a lot. So I, I wanted to like see what some of the other translations were. And on the Wikipedia, they actually talk about it. So in the Italian movie, like when, when the when the movies were translated to Italian for the original and the prequels, Darth Vader was known as Lord Dart Fenner. Okay. Uh, it's just funny to me. That was like how he, that instead of saying Lord Vader, it was Lord Dart Fender. You mean Dark Helmet? 
And, and in 2004, Lucasfilm announced that they were a referendum to the Italian fans that they were changing the name into Darth Vader for Revenge of the Sith. But actually, Darth Fender won, so they kept it up until Force Awakens. So this entire time, Darth Vader was Lord Darth Fenner in Italian when the movie was translated. It's amazing. I love it so much. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> So if you have any Dart Fender merch, uh, or uh, let us know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. If yeah, if you're if you are out there and and you knew this and you have any form of merch that says Lord Dart Fenner, let me know where I can buy some. <laughs> or or who knows, Josh? Maybe maybe as we I know we've highlighted merch uh-huh. before, but as we create some merch out there, we can we can use Lord Dart Fender. Okay. Fenner. Okay. That's it's hilarious. <laughs> the the next thing is that in French, Vader is called Dark Fa- uh, Fodder, Vader, Vador. I don't know how to pronounce it in French, but Dark is the French word for Darth. Mm. We should ask Nate. Nate would know. <laughs> and the last thing, which this is my favorite one, in Icelandic. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the word that Vader is, what Vader, the, uh-huh. the word is, but it translates to blackhead. <laughs> that's, that's the scariest one. Yeah. I just imagine that like people in Iceland just think that Lord Vader is just as is like a giant pimple with a black head, like a giant blackhead on, on his face. Like that's it. That's hilarious. I think that pimply Darth, <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> That's hilarious. Good old Dark Vader. <laughs> yep. Dark Dark Vader. Dark Vader. Uh, Lord Dark Lord. Oh my gosh, Lord. What what was it? I can't even. I can't even remember it anymore. It was there were too many names. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lord Dart Fenner. That's Dark amazing. Oh I God. love that. But that's that's everything that I had, Josh. My final question to you is: What mm-hmm. is your favorite Darth Vader scene? Scene. Ooh. Scene. I don't know. That's that's very i love the classic ending but i do gotta go with the ahsoka versus vader scene i think that was just a big moment and to to see that there was a little glimpse of anakin that Ahsoka, like ahsoka wasn't the person to have anakin or darth vader fully turn back into anakin it was it was his son luke but to see that you know he had that moment where he realized that you know ahsoka was a friend but then he turned his hatred back on as we see like his eye became a little bit more Sith-eyed. So I think that's mine. My And also at the end of, of Rogue One. That that is also the other one. I I love that scene. I was about to say that is that is my favorite yeah, scene. Yeah, I knew that was gonna um, be your is scene. Is the end of Rogue Rogue One. Oh my <laughs> I, I remember watching it in theaters and like it was after like the huge climax of it. They they got the plans up there, everything was good. And you're like cheering. You're like, yeah, woo, we did it. And then all of a sudden you hear, you know, his his voice uh, or his uh, his breathing. breathing apparatus. And then you and then you see the lightsaber ignite. And you're just like, you're like, it's it. about to go down. <laughs> I mean, that was just the raw strength of Vader right there. Oh, and I don't know. Every I mean, those, those guys it, were all chills. citizens, too. So, I mean, it wasn't his best <laughs> citizen fight, but I'd say it's his second best citizen oh, fight. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that that was a good scene. And Vader has a lot of scenes that are just really good. Comics. Oh, he fights Jocasta new with that with the um the lightsaber gun that I talked about in a previous episode. That was the one thing I did want to bring up that I should have brought it up in the beginning of this episode, but I didn't because I we were lost in in all these uh different different points. But yes, he does fight the librarian with a and he, he while well, he's trying to achieve and, and pass Palpatine's test. But yes, that is my one point that I wanted to get through before we we finish. So Matt. Let's take it away. Yeah, Josh, do you wanna do you wanna announce who we are talking about next week first? Next week, we are talking about Darth Vader's counterpart, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> it seems kind of fitting to me. I mean, we just spent you know close to an hour talking about Vader, and we didn't even we barely even touched Anakin at this point. Yeah, it seems to make sense to me. Yeah, I I agree. And I'm excited for Anakin. I mean, he probably doesn't have as much as Vader, gonna, not going to lie. But he still has a strong story leading up to when he turns into Darth Vader. And at the end... Well, we get to talk about Ahsoka a little bit more. I mean, I yeah. know we've talked about Ahsoka a lot on this episode. Mainly just talking about Citizen Ahsoka. <laughs> but we, we can talk right. about... There's so much to highlight there about him having a Padawan before being even deemed a master yes yeah and even his relationship with obi-wan his relationship with qui-gon his relationship with yoda mace windu and every relationship with his mom you have his relationship with palpatine i mean there's endless to talk about i i wouldn't be surprised if it's as long as this episode that's true i'm gonna have fun editing (laughs) (laughs) hey i mean tis the season for editing right Mm, at least by that time i'll be done with my finals and my my research paper so <laughs> true yeah well hopefully we uh, i mean we'll have, we'll have a lot of fun with that episode and I, i'm excited for it mm-hmm. josh that does lead us to a couple of things mm-hmm. number one we wanted to say a, a very hearty thank you to all of you who have listened out there we have just eclipsed over 1,000 unique listeners to the podcast. Yeah, um, and I, I'm I'm truly speechless. Thank you. Yeah, Josh, I I, I know I know you are too. Yeah. To, to think that we're not even a year into creating podcasts, and and we're at the point where we've already had 1,000 unique listeners is extraordinary. And, and that mm-hmm. couldn't have been without all the support from our friends, our family, and, and you, the listener out there, who just randomly search for us we're really appreciative yeah and we are gonna have a little surprise for you on our next episode so make sure to tune in yeah. on that one yeah um and then also make sure to follow us on social media at wannabe jedi podcast on facebook and instagram and at wannabe jedi cast on twitter we would love to interact and talk with you all so make sure to uh give us a follow and to uh again Tell your friends out there. We're, we're 1,000 unique listeners in, and, and we can't wait to celebrate 2,000 with you guys as well. Let's do it. Thank you all. And, and until next time, don't become a citizen, I guess, and, and may the force <laughs> be with you. May the force be with you all. <laughs>